welcome to another episode of the Four Jobbers Podcast. I am, of course, one of the Four Jobbers. I am Ginger Heat, and I am joined by an original jobber. He comes from a faraway land. If you're wanting salt and sauce with that, can I get an achai? Okay! <laughs> he is none other than the body from Kirkcuddy! Jordan Deves, all the way from Scotland. How you doing, mon ami? I think that means friend in French, so I'll, I'll, I'll go with that. Um, yes, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. It's been a, an interesting week. I finally managed to enjoy an actual poured pint beverage wow. in a pub. Um, I was saying to Wax just before that the first time I, I enjoyed a pint was like scheduled and it was like booked in and it was kind of weird. It wasn't quite normal. But then the other day I was walking home and uh, bumped into, you know, a mate at the pub and they were like, oh, just sitting outside at a wee table. And he just went, oh, just sit down, grab, grab a seat and we'll have a pint. And I was like, I can actually do that. That's oh, my crazy. days. And that was that was wild. Um, but yeah, and you so had good weather for it. It looked like it was actually sunny in Scotland. Yeah, is... well, it's now <laughs> taken a turn. Um, yeah, well, I expected it wasn't going to last more than a day. Exactly, <laughs> but we, we got at least a couple of pints. Um, but ah, also in the, world of, uh, in the world of brewing, my mash kettle has arrived. Whoa! So I will finally be brewing my own beer in-house. Uh, so I'm very The British authorities have decided to release it to you? Yeah, yeah, customs. You can't stop me, Brexit. You're not going to stop me from brewing my own, you bastard. Um, so yeah, I will finally be starting that with our good friend Massimo. So uh, yeah, very excited about that. Very excited. I actually just was looking at old photos today because I was looking at the, the Royal Rumble and some other stuff, and came across those ones. And there's a picture of Massimo beside like his doppelganger. Might have been in Prague. It's so oh yeah, the old old Massimo. Yeah, old Massimo. It's like yeah, 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 totally. It's so weird, and he's standing beside him, just like having that. Pie. Exactly the same, so... like jacket and jeans and everything. Like yeah, yeah. literally the same people. So Class. good. Well, speaking of people who have been to Scotland and are awesome, we have another jobber. He is the waxy. He is the venomous. He is the son of the dentist. Wax is well cool this week. How are you doing this week, Mr. Mamba? You know, they say that all men are created equal. There, I can say it. I proved it. I'm not going to do the rest of it, but I just want to show everyone that I'm not that big of a jobber. Still a jobber, but not that you spent much. spent all week trying to work that line, right? Every night, you're just like, oh, okay, this is it, this is it, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. But I'm good, I'm good. I'm living in the wax dome, in the danger zone, if you will. Uh, just enjoying it, counting down the days until I can make my vax appointment. You having a nice milk right now? What are you sipping on? Having a lovely mango New England IPA from Saint Hublot. Saint Hublot. Saint Hublot. Quite fresh, wow. quite nice. <laughs> oh, what's that? Weather's... What have you got there? Uh, I have a lovely West Coast IPA. Uh, from Stuart Brewing, a beautiful can as well, colours and whatnot. Uh, only the bold, it's called. There you go. There you go. Well, mine's called uh, mine's called Mango Suave. Oh. Oh. Speaking of suave, we have another 
jobber with us. He is the fourth jobber. We always save the best for last because he is enigmatic. Because he is charismatic. He is bizarre. He is mysterious. He is they hate Jason. Jason the Tomato! <laughs> How you doing, buddy? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm doing pretty good. I had a you know a decent weekend. It was my dad's birthday. He's hey. 70 years old, which is a lot of years. And uh, he lives about an hour away. So I went to go visit, and I had to race home for the 8 o'clock curfew, and I got home at 8 o'clock. Uh, we had Chinese food. By the time he decided to order it, I had about 10 minutes to swallow all of it and then race home. But Oh, and uh, he had ice cream cake, which I took home with me, and it was only half melted, so I enjoyed half of it when I got home. <laughs> half but, yeah, uh, yeah, half an hour-long journey with an ice cream cake is probably not the best idea, but it's all good. Yeah, Just blasted the AC, you know, put it on the, yeah. the passenger seat there and blast the floor. You're in Canada. It's always cold there anyway, right? True. 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 True enough. So you were able to get across. Uh, did you have to cross any borders there, Jay? Or you were able to uh, sneak nope. through? All within the same province of Quebec, La Belle Province. The best We've had one. some border closures here. Inter-province border closures. Where if you weren't aware, Jordan, we weren't allowed to go to uh, the province beside us, Ontario, due to the Canada COVID situation. Canada defected into different areas brexit all over for all provinces it's uh yeah it's pretty rough welcome to my world scotland's well aware i think of our referendum situation oh yes yeah but quebec wants to get out of everything they're just a bunch of angry frenchmen right <laughs> yes quebec is <laughs> better with like, canada canada is better okay. with quebec yeah. it's you know can quebec shouldn't go anywhere obviously but i understand the gripes and the concerns, you know, some of them being similar to the Scottish people, right, of course, mm. and just wanting more autonomy and things like that. But, you know, I'm very proud to be Canadian. So we're not, we're not going anywhere. Please, please. <laughs> Unlike Scotland, I don't know, maybe. We don't want to divulge into that. We want to divulge into something else controversial, as former jobber Gilbert would say. Shout out to Gilbert. We want to talk about the week that was in wrestling. Now, I want to start this off. Oh, my God. I want to start this off with the biggest piece of news. Maybe the biggest piece of wrestling news since we started this particular podcast. It is, of course, the biggest return in the history of wrestling. Eva Marie is coming back to WWE. It was announced on Raw via a promo, which I promptly sent to you guys. That, that is her. That is, how old, yeah, how, that's how old her. she is. 32. 34. 36. Whoa. Wow, I thought she was like 29. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say 29, 30, 31. That, no, wow. Well, there you go. I mean, that's Wrestling Prime, right? And hopefully she has mm. been working on her craft while she's been gone. Like One of you, uh, after I sent this to the group chat, said something like, imagine she's been in the heart dungeon this entire time or she's been training yeah. and she's going to yeah, come back and be me. like a fucking, <laughs> just a great worker. Um, but she's she not be so over if that happened, but. Yeah, she's not been on any other wrestling like thing no <laughs> there we go there she is yeah love it yeah she's no, not she's doing any, any other promotion even he's like gonna a take us down now or anything like yeah i don't I know mean, it's, it's i want to see what happens weird... right 
Are you not excited to see what they do with there? I mean, I wish there was crowds because I, you need a crowd's reaction. <clears throat> and there was a couple moments I wrote down throughout this week of wrestling that there was moments uh, on SmackDown and Raw that would have benefited from a crowd. But in this particular yeah. situation, I wonder what the reaction would be. There, there's, I, I read there's some people on, uh, on Twitter that are upset because they just fired Mickey James and Peyton Royce yeah. and Billy Kay. And then they bring in, yeah, I don't, I don't agree with it personally. Well, they could have just kept them instead. Well, obviously they didn't want to. So yeah, that's it. That's people, people are going to get hired after other people get fired. That's that's just how it is. Like I, I kind of get it, but I don't agree with. with I think it's a great, you know, like it's a great, great strategy when things really suck. You bring something back that reminds you how bad they used to suck, so things don't seem so bad, and that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> I think my my concern is is just the the gimmick, the unbelievably beautiful fast cars, money gimmick. Like I've but, already but at the same time preaching the whole message of I'm a nice person. I'm here to to bring people along in this journey of finding yourself. But like, have we not got that? It's, it's I thought we already had that, and like. I don't know. I think we we just have a lot of that character in WWE, particularly mm. in, the, in the women's division, with people like Carmella. Is that not pretty much her gimmick? And Mandy Rose, that's pretty much her gimmick. Like, I just don't see their. They don't give them enough she, personality, right? Like, when does Mandy Rose ever get to to just talk and and yeah. explain herself as a character on Never. why she's doing things? But, well, she gets in those promos sometimes with Dana Brooke, where they both just flex and then say we lose all the time but <laughs> one one of these times we're gonna win yeah. <laughs> cool <laughs> all right <laughs> i'm behind you 100 of the way you know That's, like this is how you sell merch and I, i'm 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 hook line and sinker you got me yeah um i i did watch the promo it it was weird i i, I had trouble weird. believing that was a scripted promo because i have trouble believing someone wrote it that way and then cut it together and said yeah that's that's the final that cut the best possible, like, <laughs> being an actor i know very well that you know some things get written on the page and what comes out on set might not match because of lack of preparation or some people honestly think that they're changing the script for the better i don't know if that was the case now or it was just a mistake or uh, if that was literally the script you're right i don't know who wrote this though but i don't know it's just you combine it you, you put it against we had another alistair black promo yeah and you know whatever you think about that it was a much better promo okay. than even so it makes me wonder why i mean again why why go with that <laughs> Jason, was Eva Marie's promo better than Alistair Black's this week? Because it's possible. <laughs> I put them both in the, the generic, forgettable, I don't care pile, like 100%. Um, but for real, like, Eva Marie, so you whether you skirted the question. Or... What do you mean? Politician's answer. Yeah. Which one's better? Like they both... both deserve in the same pile, but which They're one was They're both bad. Better? They're both negative. They're both, okay. I don't care. So you didn't see um, them? <laughs> I know. I saw both. Of, I saw both of them. I okay, saw well, both of which them. Which one was better than the other? Which, which one did you enjoy more? I would put Eva Marie's better just because I care. Like I actually care more about her than Alistair Black at this point. Just because whether you hate her or love her, thinks she sucks or she's great, people have an opinion about her, and she evokes some emotion out of you. Whether it's like, please go away, you're horrible, or you're really hot, or whatever it may be. 
She draws eyeballs, and uh, I'm interested to see if she improved. Can you leave now? Or I'm I'm, I'm I'm interested to see if she improved at least, right? I mean, she can't get much worse. So, I mean, she Uh, really was unprepared when she was there the first time. So we'll see. I mean, she's got an incredible body and muscle. It's it's just interesting. The two dynamics that you have in WWE just now are like Eva Marie and Bianca Belair who are the complete polar opposite of each other in terms of wrestling ability and yeah gimmick look like, looks they're wise opposite. they're so who is Jack. the worst like no offense to right but if we're going to talk about you know opportunities who has the most opportunity in their in ring ability in the women's division right now it's probably Lana right in terms huh? of people who get like a lot of um, like, are you looking like uh, uh, inversely proportional? Like in ring ability, inversely uh, proportional to the chances who, they're getting? Or are you okay? Let's let's even open it up more. Who who has who is in bigger need of uh, you know a, a coach than than Lana? Let's say because there's some. It seems like you have something in your mind here. So I'm, I'm curious. No, no, I, I don't have anybody in mind. I'm trying to think now. I was just trying to understand your question. Because I'm trying to compare it to Eva Marie coming in. If Lana is the person who has the most opportunity in ring, where does she fit? Is she going to be better than her or worse than her? Because Lana's getting better. Is that what you're getting better? Well, I'm just curious. (laughs) Aim to be slightly better than Lana. Because I'm talking about where she is coming from and the last that we saw of her in ring ability. And if, who would you compare if, it to on the roster right now? Yeah, if I her in, Lana, right? in-ring ability is the same as it was before, she is she's Lana. She's basically Lana. She's this, exactly the same type of person. So I'm hoping in the, what, four, four, four years that she's been away, something like that, I'm hoping that she's trained somewhat. And when she comes into ring, that will maybe see... My hope is that she lands in a match and I see her and it's Carmela-esque. Like, in terms of the gimmick that she has and in terms of the talent, I go, oh, actually, there are better. But She can work. Carmella can you work. Can, you sure. can hold your own. Yeah. You can hold your own. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I would expect her to be. So you uh, want her to be, you're, you're hoping for Carmella level, hmm. but it's possible that she's Lana level in ring right now. If she, when she debuted, yeah, yeah. You think she's going to come into the feud with Alexa? <laughs> that would be well, interesting. <laughs> I just, it just popped into my mind now. I was like, wait a minute, because I'm trying to think of who she's going to work against. And well, it, I mean, Alexa's announced that there is somebody, but she's just not telling us who it is yet. Yeah, I don't she, think the doll so... knew about Eva Marie before, did it? <laughs> I don't know. The doll, the doll knows. The doll knows a lot, mate. A lot. The apparently. doll seems to know. Alexa's coming next week. I, that's what I was wondering. I, I had trouble visualizing where Eva Marie fits in. I mean, the women's division is such a mess, especially on Raw right now. It's really kind of tough to say this is a logical place. Mm. Like, I don't want to turn into, again, it's, it's a testament to how badly planned and written the women's division is right now. But when a new male superstar comes up from NXT or you think about them coming up from NXT, you can pretty easily say, 
this is a logical feud. This is a logical picture for them to get into. You can't do it with the women right now just because it's, it's a mess. They're not being used properly. So I'm but curious to see where Eva fits in. You've got, like, people from NXT go NXT into the main roster and they start feuding with, like, the lower-level women in the division. But then you've got other women go from NXT to winning the Royal Rumble and then winning WrestleMania within the first three months of them being in the main roster. And you're like, oh, hang on a minute. Like, where's the progression? So it's really difficult to judge when somebody, you know, somebody does join that division. Where do they fit? Because actually, there's no path. It's just random. It is absolutely random. Whereas there does seem to be more of a progression with the guys when they come up from NXT. They don't just straight to the top. They make their way up. Unless you are Mansoor. Of course. Who signs a contract and then gets a big match against Sheamus the same night. Maybe we'll talk about that a little bit later. Oh, absolutely. Uh, interesting little nugget from Raw, I guess. But uh, is there anything else you guys want to say about the soon-to-be debut of Eva Marie? Eva Evolution. Oh. Her last, uh, her last match was August it's a mystery. 16th, 2016. Yeah. Almost oh, really? five years ago. Marie, five years ago. Mystery. Against, it was against Naomi, and it was a draw. Wasn't that her gimmick towards the end, or is that she, she didn't actually compete in her matches? She, like, would have Oh, yeah. That she, she probably yeah. didn't even show up for this one. That's true. <laughs> she would just get counted out or, like, just walk yeah. away. Mm. Or, yeah. Oh dear. It's exciting. We'll Either way, you know we'll what? See. It's it's definitely you need reasons to tune into Raw and this will be one of them because we want we're to We're talking know about her. You know, we're, we're talking, talking about, about her. So leading off the Four Jobbers podcast, the biggest podcast in wrestling with this story, so it is headline yeah. news for sure. I think that's <laughs> four out of four jobbers say it's the biggest. Yeah. Whoa. She's biggest red. Her logo's red. There you go. Mm. Our host is red. <laughs> <laughs> True. Whatever. True. So do you guys want to get into one good one pish, or is there something else that you guys want to dive into? What do you guys think? Let's do it. I want to hear what you thought about the week that was. The week that was one good one pish. That's as good as you're getting in terms of theme song. All right, Jordan, why don't you kick it off? Give us your one good, one pish this week. I'm excited to hear them if you have them ready. If you don't, I, do. I will move on. I absolutely do. I just need to find my uh, notes. Good. <laughs> right, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> Whoa, he's ready to go, boys. Let's hear it. Um, I'm going to go with, because I'm the first, I'm going to steal potentially one. And actually, we've just mentioned it, so I'm going to bring it up. My good comes from Raw. Eva Marie, yes. Uh, no, it's absolutely not evolution. Um, <laughs> it is Seamus. Oh. No, yeah. Oh, I'm oh. not. A I'm not a huge fan of Seamus. Or, or sorry, I wasn't a huge fan of Seamus. He's he's just another character that just seems to be making his way through and just yeah, listen here, fella, and all that nonsense. I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever. I get it. The last couple of weeks, I've quite enjoyed the dynamic between him and Umberto Carrillo, right? I've quite enjoyed that. And then, of course, we hear that Mansoor has been signed to Raw. He's, he's just 
forget NXT. He, he's not even yeah. touched that, really. He just appears in Raw. Fine, that's okay. I'm okay with that. Um, and and he's in a match with Sheamus. Now, for me, the thing I really love about this is you've got two you know, young, up-and-coming talents who are both very good in the ring. Sheamus is holding that US title, and he's giving them that spotlight, which I think is great. But as well as that spotlight being on them, I'm seeing a side of Seamus that I, I'm actually really enjoying now. Yeah. That he's got that comedy aspect to his, his persona, which he's always kind of had, but I'm seeing a bit more of it now. But he's also mean as hell. And I guess he's always been those two things, but I'm maybe I'm just appreciating it more now because of the the place that he's in with the U.S. title. So I'm, I, I'm enjoying Sheamus. I really am. I think you're, you're spot on here because I think it's an evolution. I think it's, he wasn't always a mystery. Like, Jason, you got, <laughs> you, you got seem to agree with Jordan when he first said this. So what, what do you think about Shamos? Um, Sheamus has been one of the best, um, characters in the past couple months. Like he's, he's, uh, always interesting. He always, He's believable. Everything he says, you believe that he would actually think and say it. Um, he's always good in the ring. He's, he always puts on, like, a tough match, you know, makes it look realistic. Uh, and everything you give him, he makes something of it. Yeah, the, the feud with uh, Drew, then you give him the U.S. title that no one expected. Now he's doing something with that, and he's still interesting. He's one of the best parts of Raw. He's underrated in general for his entire career, and uh, he's still doing good work. So um, props to Sheamus. Yeah, Sheamus is one of those uh, mid-carders now at this point. You know, he's so versatile because he is a good worker. He's a good talker. Uh, You could throw him in a main event program for a month, two months, as you're sort of maybe working through other stories. But you can drop him down. He can super legitimize the U.S. title. He could be a good tag team worker. Um, You know, we saw him be a good tag team worker in the bar. The bar. Absolutely. Uh, and so he's he's just one of those guys. You put him anywhere, and you know you're going to get a good, good result, good storyline, good feud. So he's just super reliable, and he's the perfect person to bring in a Mansoor, bring in a Humberto, and elevate these guys too. So I, I, I totally agree, Jordan. That's a great pick for a good. Yeah, it's uh, it's just, just exciting. I think I, I didn't really enjoy the whole, and I know Brad did, the, the whole Drew Sheamus thing. Because I didn't really believe it. I didn't really feel like it was a genuine animosity between them. But now, cocky, confident, comedy Seamus. Bit of alliteration. See, that's the thing you're saying. That confidence there is now he's comfortable, and he said it before in his interviews, right? He's comfortable with where he is on the card. He's comfortable in his role. He gets a little bit more leeway, I think, from... WWE now to Absolutely. do his own thing a little bit, but he's earned that, and he is really focused on bringing up and rising up the talent that's coming in. He wants to do that, and you're seeing this a lot more from uh, the stars that you know we sort of uh, grew up with over the over the last decade or two decades. Mm. Daniel Bryan, you know, doing the same thing, really putting a focus on that, and even this week, Shelton Benjamin and everything going on with him and. Um, Cedric. What's his face? Cedric Alexander. I feel like that's a similar situation. That's why they yeah. were paired up, right? And and now they're going into, like, a feud against each other, and it seems like he's really willing to, you know, help him as much as he can. 
So yeah. Norman Stormin, so I don't know what to do here. <laughs> um, so it's yes, there's there's my good Sheamus, loving it. Um, yeah. Welcome, Mansoor, to uh, to Raw. Uh, you're going to get a bro kick to the pus every yes. week. I love it. Bro kick. I mean, he gave us one of the greatest moments in WrestleMania history when he kicked Daniel Bryan in the face and pinned him one, two, three, and everyone was shocked. And I was and so happy, and everyone else it, was yeah. mad. It set off the yes movement. Yeah, I guess it did. It did. Yeah. It, I wish it had done the opposite, but uh, well, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I, obviously, you know, I love Daniel Bryan as a character, and maybe he'll get mentioned later on in this segment oh, at some sure. point. Who knows? But Jordan, let's get into your pash. So here's my pash, because initially I was with you guys. I was like, oh, this is all right. This is this is different. <laughs> But I've seen the same thing week in, week out for probably about two months now. And it is the tag team division on SmackDown. Now, before we get into that, on Raw, we've seen some new tag teams forming and changing and breaking up. So they're kind of shaking it up a little bit. At least it's something that I'm going, oh, that's exciting. What's happening here? We have the Viking Raiders come back. You might not be excited about them, but at least it's somebody new to look at. <laughs> Retribution have gone, but we, we have T-Bar and Mace unmasked as a tag team. Granted, they weren't around this week, but they are there. And Drew we made have, one of their names. <laughs> yep. We have RK Bro, which seems to be... A legitimate tag team just now. I'm fine with it. I absolutely love it. I'm sure someone will bring it up. <laughs> we have AJ and Omas. Mm. We have Shelton and uh, Cedric, as we've said, are now split up. So there's a, a, right. another interesting dynamic that's come out of a tag team. There just seems to be a lot of going on in that division on Raw. Which leads me to SmackDown. I have seen the same pish... For weeks now, it's the Mysterios versus the Dirty Dogs versus Street Profits versus the Alpha Academy. That's it. It's, that's all I'm getting. I'm getting nothing else. And it's all a combination. It's yeah. boring. I don't care. I really don't care. And my worry is, they seem to be pushing this whole, oh, well, you know, we've never had a father-son tag team champs. I'm like, please don't do it because he does, it doesn't work. They're Why? going to. You know, just for the, know to get that moment. Happen. They want that moment because they want to print I it think, on a million things. But I think it could have been a I cool hope, moment. Like, it it can. really could and have been. But let's be get cool some moment. fucking steam under them, right? Let's get but a fucking hot something, something needs to happen for it to be exciting. Like, you want some steam. You want some smoke. You want some sizzle. You would never put a bit of bacon in a cold frying pan. The bacon only hits the pan it when is. it's hot. What's the point in giving them an opportunity when I actually don't give a toss about the Mysterios? I'd actually rather see more of what's-his-name and Aaliyah making out in the back. What's his name again? Gerard. No. Murphy. Gerald Gerard go. Butler. <laughs> Gerard. <laughs> Whatever his name is. I'd actually rather see more of that. Murphy. How did you get to Gerard? Buddy, Gerard. <laughs> Gerard, buddy. This is the first day we came yeah. by. Steve. Yeah, I just, I just might as well be at this point. Yeah. about any of these teams. And it's like, oh, we're the dirty dogs. Yeah, look at us. Yeah. I'm like, 
I don't. I don't. I don't care. Because well, this week they're accessories to the tag to to the um, the women's yeah. title picture. They're just accessories to. So your SmackDown tag team champions are just there to bolster another feud. That's awful. And actually, when was the last time that title was defended at a pay per view? Because it wasn't WrestleMania, and I'm pretty sure it wasn't Fastlane either. I don't even think they wanted it to pay for you. They're, they wanted on an episode of SmackDown. I think yeah. the tag titles should be just like the women's only one team for both shows. Yes. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay, interesting Why I not? Mean, concept. Oh, yeah, you're right. It should be like that. I agree. It should be like that. But my worry is, of course, that they're just going to – you're going to have some garbage going on. And it's just those two fighting on both shows all the time. No, they shouldn't and, be fighting on both shows. They're right. the champs. It should be other yes. people fighting to get up to them eventually. This, there should be good storylines on both that lead to them not having to fight and being involved mm. in stuff. They can come in. They can interfere, it's especially because, let's say, Natty and Tamina are like their, seem to be their main focus right yeah. now, even though they're not allowed to give them a main focus because then you're shitting on <clears> the other show, right? But it seems that way. So why aren't they interfering more in Natty and Tamina's matches or coming out and just, I don't know, doing something else rather than just what they're doing now, which is just being put in matches on both shows all the time. Yeah. It's a good but, point. So, yeah, they, they, there's my bad. I just... One tag title. I'm down. If they, I'm I mean, down. maybe they could do that again. I don't mind them having tag titles if it's on because both of, shows. Do you I, think it it's anything to do with me? the networks, though? Like, the network... If I was in a network executive, I I'd can't. be like, how do they have more titles than my show? My show needs the exactly. same amount of titles, right? Exactly. Could be that. Ugh. I... And, and that might be it. I don't mind there being tag titles on both shows, but you need to do something with them. Because if you're going to have, like, one of the biggest WrestleMania moments, Omas, power slamming Kofi Kingston, one of the titles, and then the other titles aren't even on the card, well, why, why even have yeah. the titles there? What's the point? Yeah. You've got nobody competing for them, other than this father-son duo. It's like, oh, we're brilliant. Uh, and I'd like to <laughs> Are they on that show? No, they're on they Raw. <laughs> Didn't they come back and then I haven't, we hadn't seen them again? They came back and did a promo with... Uh, they had a match. Uh, and they Riddle. won. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they, yeah, they, yeah, they, okay. yeah. But again, not this week. This no, week they, were they did a MIA promo with Riddle week. and that was it. Back to the sea monster. So, yeah. There you go. There's my bad. Smackdown tag team division. I don't like it. Do something with those teams... Or don't do anything at all. There you go. Fucking jog on, mate. Right. Have a couple Wax, of you're well cool. Let's hear what you got to say. Okay. Well, I'll start with my good. My good does come from Ron. It comes from a tag team. It comes from the return of a tag team that we haven't seen since they won the tag team titles at WrestleMania. It is the return of AJ Styles and Omos. That is good. Nice. I wish they'd come back sooner. They explained they're partying or something like that. The New Day came out. Well, yeah, they're drinking and partying. I, I, I want to know how many drinks it takes for Omos to feel a buzz. Because Andre the Giant, right, have, he could have like 70 beers. Yeah, he was also an alcoholic. But... That too. That too. <laughs> <You're right>. so, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think Omos is going to say, yeah, I, I had like... No slander of Andre here. No slander of the Giant. Of course. No, it's not slander. It's... Factual. It's, yeah, it's fact. Is it? I don't know. If... He was a very depressed he, he, person. I think it is, yeah. He never got yeah. drunk, so he can't be an alcoholic. He was constantly he trying to of... get drunk because he was sad. <laughs> I think, uh, <laughs> anyway, all that to Jason say. Andre in, his own, in the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> 
the new day came out. They had a, I mean, the promo itself was a little new day esque, a little weird, a little out there, but it was fun. Uh, I like the match where Almas was dominating, and you, you, at first you think it's going to be a bit of a squash. And admittedly, at first I'm like, really, like, we, do we think we're that stupid? Where they high fived and the tag was made. Yeah. It's like, why not just tag back? Right? If, if that's the plan, just tag immediately back again. No, you have to, <laughs> but whatever. We got some, we got some magic from AJ to Omas comes back in. He still gets to be dominant, which they need, like, keep making him dominant. Keep making him look borderline unbeatable. Uh, I like that. AJ and Omas get the win. Simple, good tag team wrestling. Happy to see our champs back. I was good with it. There's my good. There's Norm. Good, good. It's good, good. I was on my list of goods, so I definitely, definitely agree with you there. I mean, give me more almost all day, every day, and they're they're building him right. They're building him as a beast who just destroys people. And he's what seven foot four, four hundred pounds. Like this guy is insane, and he's funny though. The little bit of banter between him and AJ. He, like he's, awkward, got also, know, he's, he's got some chops. He's got some chops. I uh, was expecting bit. it. Yeah, I'd like to hear a little bit more. Other than yes. just like AJ for a minute and a half and him going, yeah, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> and he said, like, I was a little bit worried if the New Day went after him, the banter between the two of them, like can he mm. repartee with Xavier Woods, for example, in character? Yeah. I don't know. Kofi <laughs> Kingston? I, I don't know. But they, I think they are doing a good job putting him over as well. The way they're selling for him and making him look like a beast. And, uh, you know, you have Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods the greatest tag team of all time, uh, Kofi World Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> so I'm just kidding. Uh, selling for you, that's pretty awesome. You know, yeah. respect. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, I guess that brings me to my bad. And it, it's a tale of two main event stories for me. The main event on one brand, uh, that, that, or the main event picture on one brand, I'd say is interesting. It's good. I like what they're doing with it. The main event picture on another brand, I think, is terrible. I find it very boring. I don't understand anything that's going on. Does anyone want to take a guess as to which main event I don't like? I don't know. Let's Darby flip a coin. Allen. Yeah, let's flip a coin. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. I think, he, uh, I think Jason is on to me. Yes, I find the raw main event... Picture the three-headed raw main event picture to be entirely dumb and stupid. Um, yeah, why are we flipping a coin to pick which of the two people who are going to face Bobby Lashley at WrestleMania Backlash anyway are going to face him tonight in a singles match, and then the other guy's going to face him next week? Next week anyway. Yeah. Anyway, why, what does it matter? Why do we do any of that? Uh, why? You know there's going to be schmas. You know there's going to be interference from the other guy, and you know they're all. Gonna yeah, like... it's going to be a schmas. You know what's happening? It's all terrible. Why are we teasing an exclusive interview with Drew McIntyre? This is the backstage promo. <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's just none exclusive of this is exclusive interview. Yeah, it's like I thought it was going to be one of those like you know they go to his house or something like that, and it, Jerry Lawler shows up for whatever reason, and he, I almost said Jim Ross. I'm like he crossed over. He's uh, back. No. It's literally just uh, Kayla, Kayla Braxton, yeah, Kayla Bra interviewing yeah. him in his little undies, as he always is. Mm -hmm. So what does it matter? Everything they're trying to do with this storyline is missing right now. 
don't get me wrong. Drew is great. Bobby's great. Braun is Braun. big. Yeah, he's a large person. He's a train. Yeah, he's a train. He's a monster. Bit of both. He's a he's a giant man. angry nice guy now. What is he? Like, <laughs> yeah. what is his gimmick now? Like, he's a, he's a because... Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> yeah, basically. But he's a beard. Thomas with a beard. Yeah, basically. Is, his as a worker, he's gotten so much better. He's good in ring. Uh, his talking has gotten better, but what he's given to use and the storyline he's in is terrible. And, and terrible. why is Drew still? Taking shots at Mason T-Bar, the, the guys who took off a mask and became bigger jobbers, which is usually the reverse of what happens. Stupid mask is off now. Their stupid names suck. It's like, who okay. cares? Why do you care? Is this your responsibility <laughs> to yeah. make sure that these things get changed by barking about them? I don't know what it is. It's weird. Yeah, yeah. if I'm T-Bar, I'm tweeting out, okay, dad, thanks, or something like that. Nice. But anyway, just I, I find... The main event, I'm not looking forward to WrestleMania Backlash, or at least that portion of it. And you know what? Knowing them, they're going to continue some portion of this feud to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. And it's going to still be pish. It's going to be like stale pish at this point. So even worse, rotten, moldy pish. Uh, it pish. Nothing is landing. It's schmozzes all over. It's distractions, disqualifications all over. It, I don't even think they know where they're going with this. So I'd love to hear what you guys have to think. I guess it's it's a shame because I am happy in a way that Bobby Lashley is the champ. Because I think it, he, I, I'm not a fan of him, if I'm honest, but I do think he deserves it. He was He's been with the company and other companies and he's been a good worker. As a character, the character is good. Yep. We like he, the gimmick. We like the hurt business. He has developed yeah. to an extent, and he's Used done be... a lot. Exactly the hurt business. He's done loads with them. So I think he deserves it, but then he doesn't seem to be getting any feuds. All he seems to be getting is, well, I'm at the top, and that means I have to be in a feud with Drew because Drew's the guy. And I'm a huge Drew Mark. Of course I am. I'm Scottish. I have to be. But I don't like the fact that there's no actual feud the feud is actually Drew and the title rather than Drew and Bobby. Yeah. And and that kind of bugs me. So then already that feud doesn't make sense. And then you add in, and I'm just kind of like, why? Why you add? I don't, can he, is there nobody else he could be fighting right now? There's nobody else Braun could be in a feud with that would make sense. If we had to put something together, obviously we could. You just tell me which part of the card you want him in, and we'll find something interesting. Like, anywhere. You want to put him in against AJ and Omos? I'll find someone for him to tag with, and, you know, two giants going against each other. Taylor, two giants. Let's go. Perfect. Fine. With AJ Styles and some other sick guy. Maybe it's Daniel Bryan, because he's got to change shows now. I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Here, by the way, that would be sick. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Omos, Braun Strowman. That would and be you know insane. what? Just tell the two, tell those two guys, hey, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, come up with something. This is what you're paid yeah. for? Make it, make it interesting. We've never okay. seen this before. Let's make go. Them, they'll go out yeah. there and they'll just talk shit to each other and we'll have a few. Yeah. There you go. That took 30 seconds. And that's just one idea. <laughs> uh, we can come yeah. up with more. I'm yeah. sure if you put us, yeah. put us all to the task and say, come up with interesting storylines for Braun Strowman anywhere on the card, I'll fucking put him in... Um, What's that six six five live? What is it called? Six, six oh five live. 
<laughs> I think Braun needs to be in 6'5 live. You got to be 6'5 or taller. 6'5 live. Start a new That's it. Just put all the tall guys on one show. <laughs> yeah. 205 live. I'll have them dominate the division. It'll still be entertaining somehow. We'll figure yeah. It out. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm with you, Wax. I don't get it. It, it. it just seems like they're flying by the seat of their pants every week. Just, oh, crap. But we add this and but we put that in. And you've got the WWE officials who aren't actually scheduling matches. They're just flipping coins to see what happens. Like, <laughs> and, and even then, they don't call it. Like, they're just, they're Jason's literally there to team. flip a coin and then have Braun say, Tails. <laughs> uh, oh, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> thanks, Braun. I couldn't that, even decide. That back and forth, Jay, between uh, DeVille and Adam Pierce. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I, 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 it's just so bad. Like, um, she's going off doing everything, and who knows where Adam Pierce is, just taking his shit in the back. And then he, get, he pretends to get mad when she comes back, and she's just like, oh, I don't know. And then they just stare at each other, and then they, and it goes away. It's like, what is that? Yeah, the camera needs to cut away a little bit quicker than it does. Because yes. it's just like yeah, they're them. just staring at each other. She's like, it's like, you've been out of line. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> from, from an acting perspective, away. Like, that's what is the that? biggest no-no of all time. You don't stop acting until someone says cut. Because a character would never just go up to someone's face and stand there like this and wait. In, in like, wrestling, wait they would. Of course they would. But then there would be some sort of reaction, <laughs> some sort of something. Like, what happens when the camera cuts away? They just go, all right. Why well, wouldn't Adam Pierce <laughs> come out or something when she's making main event match changes? He's just like angry in the back and waits for they her both to come out. Come out? Well, she's doing that without his him knowing, and he's just like getting mad, and he's going to come back. Does she, she report to him? Is that, is that the, the I think they need. Well, I don't know when I, when they when they showed their name tags or whatever. It said Sonya Deville and WWE official Adam yeah. Pearce. So I don't know what she is. I wonder if it's kind of leading <sighs> to one of them manager. having one show and one of them having the other. Maybe they can't be nice. work together. So we have. I would, I would prefer that. Yeah, it would be better, but. It seems like something's going on with her and Charlotte, obviously, so... Yeah, I, I don't get that angle either. Is she wearing wearing red, so maybe she's the raw person? I don't know. Hints? Mm-hmm. I think she's worn blue before, though. When she's oh, on the other show. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. All right, well... there's There you have it. That's it, that's it. The good and bad from Wax. Hey. That leads us to the tomato himself... What did um, you think, Jason? Give us a good, my, give us a pitch. My, my bad's real simple. It's, uh... <laughs> yes! My bad oh. is uh, Tamina Snuka's super, is it super fly splash, super shit splash. <laughs> um, I think, like, if you can't do it, don't do it. It's just every time she does it, she, like, lands on her feet first and then just, like, hops onto the person. It's just like, don't do it anymore. And you did it to Shayna Baszler, who used to be this badass. Now she's getting beaten by this pish. So it was very simple. Yeah. That that splash really bothered me. And uh, don't do it. Super fly do splash it. in quotations yeah, under it's, the bad it's, list. <laughs> it's, um, yeah, it's really bad. Which is too don't bad because do she's doing well otherwise. Yeah. I like uh, Natty and Tamina right now because everyone's behind them and they want them to win and... It's something different. I don't know. Natty, Natty's obviously a great worker, and she's Jordan's goat. So boat, um, boat. So it needs to be better, right? Go on a boat. Uh, I'm also. I'm just tired of 
Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. I don't want to see them anymore because you see them twice a week and it's always in trivial, dumb, stupid matches with the same people. So I've totally burnt out, double burnt out from yeah. both of them. Agreed. I don't want to see them ever again. <laughs> it's not even really their well. fault, but... They must be burnt out as well. Are you kidding me? Like, if It makes you, no sense. If you're Roman Reigns, right? And I understand that he has other commitments, but if you're Roman Reigns... You're only on a main show once a week, and then you've probably got some other commitments going on. But if, at the minute, there's no dark matches as such because there's no crowds, right? So if you're Naya and Shayna, you've got at least two matches plus anything else that you're doing in your life. It must be, it's a lot. It's a lot, especially when it's the same stuff. And they lose the same way every time. Reggie interferes, and they win. It happens all the time. It's not Reggie. It's something else interferes. It's always a schmoz. Just because they're the champions doesn't mean they should be fighting every show. They should have people fighting to fight them at some point. It shouldn't just be them fighting every week, twice. But this is the the difference. You've got the women's tag team champions fighting every week, and every other week it's for the titles. They're not even title matches. Well, some of them are. You know, like, like it's maybe. like every other week. Is this AJ almost can go on vacation on. for a month and exactly they profits don't have, to, didn't have to fight anybody, and then they don't have to fight anybody. The dirty dogs aren't fighting at all; they're just cutting about with leather jackets on. Like now, well, they finally fought this week, right? Yeah, yeah, true. But as part of that um, six-person tag, but again, it's just a meaning. It's a means nothing. It's a six-person tag, intergender. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, these are like it feels like the dog days of wrestling a little bit in WWE as we lead up to, you know, a pay per view that's so bad they named it WrestleMania Part Three. You know, WrestleMania. Yeah, we've already had it twice. They're going to give it to us again. It's just like it just feels like that. But on the other show in AEW, obviously things are a little bit more steamy. But we'll get to that later. But Jason, Mm -hmm. did you have another one? Uh, a small quick good is just Roman Reigns getting a clean win for once. Yeah. Uh, against wild. Daniel Bryan, because they always say he's the most, he's been so dominant, dominant, dominant. And I'm like, I think about it. I'm like, not really. He usually <laughs> wins with some schmoz. Like his character is dominant. His performance is dominant. All this stuff. But like, if you really look, if you're trying to look at it kayfabe wise, he's not winning in a dominant way. So he finally got a dominant win. And uh, squash that little bug that is Daniel Bryan. And uh, it was good to see. But my <laughs> real good of this week, uh, I think the be- a lot of the best content on uh, the network is not actually in-ring stuff. I watched um, WWE Untold. I don't know if you've seen any of these um, mini documentaries on the network, but one that premiered May 2nd was Two Dudes with Attitudes which uh, I didn't know a lot about when Shawn Michaels and Diesel were a tag team and they actually won the titles and they pretty much were almost in AJ Styles before almost in AJ Styles. The big guy and the little guy, uh, one really good on the mic, one like uh, green to the scene and uh, it was great. It was like 55 minutes long and it was so good. I suggest you go watch it. Two Dudes with Attitudes, WWE Untold, streaming exclusively on the Peacock Network. And WWE Network. There we go. So your good for the week was that you watched a a, a different show other than <laughs> the main show. 
it was better than anything I saw. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so, and honestly, it was great. And they have other ones too. I think uh, Macho yeah, Man, so uh, Steamboat, a lot of good ones. Yeah, Jason, what did you think of Roman's uh, new entrance music? Oh, Roman's oh, new course. entrance music. Yeah. Um, I didn't All get my to. Ex- have been stolen. <laughs> I didn't get to experience it naturally because I heard on Twitter or something that he had new music. Yeah, so I was. Same. I did look forward to it when he was coming out, and at first, I mean, to be honest, the song itself is pretty cool. I don't like it. I don't think he needs a new one. I wish he didn't change it, but, you know, maybe it'll grow on me because it is, you know, it's a cool song. I like it, but I don't know if I like it for him per se. We'll see. The lead-up is a bit long and kind of weird for his character, but um, the lead-up is the biggest problem with it. I imagine we'll cut that somehow. I don't know because it was his first time, but they got to shorten that because you want like a I, quick thing, and then the person you don't want like all that lead up. Dana, Dana, yeah. I mean, like that I know that was the right shield's away, theme, Roman. but he took it. He took it over. That's Roman's oh, yeah. theme, so oh, yeah. he should have kept it. Because I, he can kind of sing along to it better. This one, I don't know. Maybe we need time with it, but yeah. it wasn't as like I don't know. Doesn't get you into it as much. And like I said, that build up is just it kills it kind of right now. I think Maybe for the for the way that SmackDown's been running for the last couple of months with pretty much, other than this week to be fair, but pretty much every week has opened with Welcome to SmackDown! Banner! 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 And you're like, yes, there's the champ. But now it's going to be Welcome to SmackDown! Reminded me of uh, Seth Rollins, sort of. Mm-hmm. Kind of like... Yeah, it's bit, a bit sad. It's just Bobby not, Roode. It's, it's, it's too late. Like, yeah, Bobby Roode at Jace as well. It needs to be more punchy, I think, for for Roman. Like I want it, It's too gospelly or like divine entity, like floating around, kind of. My worry was all the, white. when when somebody said, "Oh, Roman's new theme." I hadn't watched SmackDown. I was like, "All right, okay, I'll go and watch it." My worry was that we're going to play on the tribal chief thing. And yeah. go full, full, previous Uso, like, and have some mad, Samoan tribally type thing going on. I was like, oh, that doesn't really fit either. So it's okay yeah. once it starts getting going. It's okay. once it gets going, it's 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 actually all right. But yeah, it, it takes about six weeks to get going. Like it's not better. Who's he, had, since then, Uso's had the, sick music. The Undertaker, like, he's gonna take nine sick, days yeah. to get to the ring, and they're like. It's not. They don't have the haka. They have a, something else. But mm. the way they do that, that was yeah. pretty sick. Uh, yeah. I, didn't, I don't remember what it, was, what it was called. But yeah, similar to a haka, it was a, a indigenous dance. Of Warrior dance. Yeah, can't beat that. Oh baby, can't beat that. So yeah. maybe it's because people have like a trigger to that, and they immediately boo. So when they get into that's a what stadium, they want, isn't it? That's <laughs> Actually, what they yeah, want. So then. <laughs> I say so. I'm, I'm going to go over my bad and pish and good uh, real quick. I think we've said pretty much all of the bads that I really had in mind. Um, a lot more to choose from. <laughs> what do you mean? There's a lot of bads. Yeah, but anything that is deserving of my bad of the week, like you can mention little things, but is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like all the the notable bads, I think have been. I mean, how about this? Gulak versus Garza. That's all that needs to be said. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mind him sticking a rose up Gulak's ass. I thought that was great. 
<laughs> yeah, you probably enjoyed it. I, I, I quite I enjoyed that bit. Yeah. Maybe it's him. I don't like that new gimmick, the rose guy. Shoving the flower up the butt is funny, but the rest of it, he just gives a rose. He what if he becomes the rose up the butt guy? Well, then I think he can only go so far with that. <laughs> it is wrestling, I mean, so... Can he stick a rose up? You know what I mean? I, it's just... Many. I'm not, I'm not sold yet. Let's let's see some more. Yeah, the yeah the kiss my ass club. Now you have the rose up the ass club. I don't know. I'm an ass man. Because like agent almost for new day. I liked. Um, do we want to talk about Charlotte versus Dana as a bad? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a good bad right there. Um, I mean, about, it was just uh, it was a match for the sake of a match, wasn't about, it? Yeah. Jackson Wright, Jackson Ryder, or whatever his name is, and Elias Ryder throwing throwing tomatoes. And hitting Randy Orton, being surprised when they were uh, they were looking there. the whole time, they didn't see him yeah. walk into the front of in front of them. It made no sense. <laughs> so, the only thing that saved it was Riddle going by, like, "Hey, Randy." Anything with those and just the back and forth, Randy, how he deals with Riddle is also very funny. Oh yeah, He's they're great. Good. They're good. It's, yeah, I'm fully into RK Bro for sure. That's one of my goods that we get. So fucking good. Um, we also had. Priest versus Morrison. Any comments on that? No. Okay, good. Uh, um, Priest over it. <laughs> I'm I'm over it. The one thing I will say, there seemed to be Bad. a little bit of a tease of uh, discord between Miz and Morrison. Morrison kept trying to be funny and be like, yeah, but let's talk about me. And Miz was just not having it. And I wonder if maybe there's going to be a bit of a disbandment. I, I don't know. I don't know. What are they going to do with Priest? They keep trying to put him with people. Uh, he's no more interesting just because he's throwing tomatoes. He's still not. Uh, what are they going to do with him? I mean, keep this. It's going to be Priest and Miz, I think. It's going to be Priest and Miz for another pay-per-view. And then after that, stick Priest and Sheamus. I Priest and Sheamus would be a good, a good that would, They should have done that right away, I think. They, they yeah, should, you should have left actually. Miz in the dust. They already beat him. For, yeah, forget yeah it. exactly. Let Miz do something else. Miz is great. Let him fight yeah. Morrison, then. I'm fine with that. They'll come up with so much funny stuff. Those two going at each other, I mean, if they just let them go, those are two veterans. Let them say what mm. they want. I mean, Miz is another guy that could be paired with a giant and make a really funny tag team. Yeah. <laughs> he would be good. Um... Mansoor versus Sheamus we liked. Lana and Naomi lose because of Reggie. So Lana and Naomi uh, are working better as a tag team, but they certainly don't deserve, in my opinion, to be in the main tag title picture, do they? No. no. I don't think they've won a match in half a year. (laughs) This was almost my bad for the week, right? But they say they're going to get – they say, like, Naomi's like, this is it. We're angry now. No more Mr. Nice Guy. We're coming out. We're coming hard. Like I'm a so, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He said, yeah. How yeah, angry you ditch, are you really? You got to ditch know? that, right? Because <laughs> so it, it was almost my bad for the week, and for for a very specific reason. I'm not sure why I do it, but I still follow Lana on Instagram, right? <laughs> and she posted oh, a video. I wonder why. You know yeah, why yeah. you do. <laughs> she, of course, she posted a video of her training for her match and it was like commented like me getting ready for my tag team title match this Monday or whatever and it was like her doing a move right and then I watched the match and the finish of the match was the video and that really really irritated me 
<laughs> you know that thing where she like jumps into the midriff of somebody and then does like up and then into a rollout, uh, into mm-hmm. a roll up pin. It was that. She so on Sunday night or whatever. She basically gave away. This is what's going to happen at the end of that match, and I was I'm just practicing like, my finish, guys. Look, yeah, I'm practicing my finish, and I'm just sitting watching, going, "You are having me on." I've just watched that on Instagram, and this is this is how the match ends. Why are you showing me this? So yeah, it, it almost made my bad for the week, but I'm sick of talking about how much I hate that entire feud. So. We're going to talk about a good then. Let's switch it up real quick. I was going to talk about Roman versus Daniel Bryan. It's a pretty good match, but I want to talk about Big E versus Apollo. Mm. Pretty solid match. But then, of course, you know what's coming. Aziz interferes. I still like to see Aziz. But then Sami Zayn, oh no, so KO comes in. Then Sami Zayn comes in, kicks KO in the face. And Sami, of course, is hilarious. And he tries to weasel his way out of the situation and ends up eating that dirty spike to the face or whatever. It was just... Or the the nail, right? He, he ate the that nail. 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 But it was it's really good. It just Sami Zayn coming. I did not expect him at that moment. No. KO was beating him up in the corner, and he just ate that aluva kick. I thought that was so funny. And then he's Sami doing his thing. So my good is going to be all of that. Even though there's so much going on, there's too many people involved. Yeah. I don't care. It made me laugh out loud. So kudos nice. to Sami Zayn. You're getting another good from me. Here you go. You don't get anything. Yeah, that was a good match. Mentioned. <laughs> well, rest of the match, I like. I, it. I have a question. Where where is Daniel Bryan going? He's going he to go to home. Raw, right? Well, so my question was, why can't Daniel Bryan have a stint in NXT? Oh, I guess the question becomes that would be why. Sick. It would be sick, like, but why? Because if you put ben Daniel Bryan Perry. on Raw, do you really see him up against? Seamus, Braun, Drew, Bobby, no. But actually, Daniel Bryan elevating some of the talent on NXT, like your Kyle O'Reilly, your Karrion Cross. Would he do that? I don't know. He says he wants I, I to just elevate know. people, and he could have a home base in Florida and not have to travel and stuff. Maybe he's down. I think it's more the way that Edge was sort of teasing it when he won the Royal Rumble. I'm like, well, no, no one thinks Edge is going to show up on NXT. I, I don't know. <laughs> But there's a part of me that banishment match. There's a there's a part of me that um, says yeah, absolutely. Daniel could absolutely have some great matches with some of the talent on NXT. Give them Johnny some legitimacy. Gargano versus Daniel Bryan. Yeah, I'm not I'm I'm not disagreeing. The other part of me is just I don't know. Like I still see NXT as a developmental brand. It is. You already have someone like that's it. That's what I'm saying. You already have someone like Finn there, who I think is overdue to return to the main roster. I don't know. I think having veterans come down there, it, it maybe becomes too much of a good thing at a certain point. You sometimes have so many people there to elevate people that you end up pushing down the people who need to be elevated. So I toe the line carefully. Yeah, I think. A wee switcheroo would be class. I, I would love to see Finn do anything uh, just now, to be honest, because I like seeing him, and I think SmackDown's a good fit for him. Mm-hmm. I just don't think Raw is a good place for Daniel Bryan. Like, I don't... I'm trying to think who he's going to come up against, and... Uh, is Seth still there? No, he's in SmackDown. Seth's on SmackDown. That's true. He's against so, Cesaro and all that. Daniel Bryan on Raw doesn't seem to fit 
for me, but actually Daniel Bryan on NXT, there's some amazing matches that, you know, Daniel Bryan versus Champa. Oh, I'd love to watch that. Yeah, no, so, yeah. there's there's no shortage of good matches that he Champa's would have on NXT. It's pretty sure. interesting tag team right about now, but... Before we get into a quick summary of AEW and NXT, is there anything else you guys want to talk about from Raw and SmackDown? What about you, Jason? Is there anything we didn't go over yet that you wanted to bark about or elevate with your take? Um, I'm happy that uh, Shelton broke up with, or what's his name? Cedric, Cedric and Shelton. Cedric broke up with Shelton. I'm happy they because they were just jobbing every week. I guess that was the build up so they could break up. Hopefully, they can maybe have some little program together because they're both very good and it would be very entertaining if it's built correctly. Probably won't be, but hey, whatever. We'll see. It's a good little promo by Shelton and, and Cedric. They both had their yeah. moments to speak. Uh, yeah. Shelton let Cedric do his thing and it was pretty good. And then Shelton in the backstage had a little retort but it was very respectful i'm the veteran i'm this and that so at least we won't have to see them for the fourth week in a row a stupid useless tag team match uh well they're not maybe officially broken up yet i don't know maybe they'll get back together for one more i don't know no no. Uh, no, they better not they better not not, please (laughs) anything else nothing for me there's only I have a few notes from NXT and a few notes from AEW, so I don't know which one of you wants to go first. Um, Jay, did you watch either of these or not? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So they will fill you in on the happenings that were in the world of AEW and NXT. Jordan, you're giving us the bring it on, so you want to talk about some uh, AEW? Yeah, we can do. Um, if I'm honest, I I obviously watched it, uh, but I I decided that this week to try and keep it as... Short and sweet as possible. I will give you a good and a bad from AEW. So quiet now. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Um, I'll give you a good and a bad from AEW. And uh, we can talk about what's happening perhaps next week as well. So, my my good from AEW... uh, Yeah, my good from AEW was after last week when I said that Darby Allen versus Jungle Boy, uh, Jack Perry, was just very meh. Mm-hmm. We returned to form this week with Darby Allen and 10, number 10, <laughs> of uh, the Dark Order. Great match. When I first, I first heard it, I was like, because they said it, and that's when I looked up, and I thought it was going to be 10, perfect 10. I'm like, they can't do that. And then it was uh, number 10. Uh, okay. and I was <laughs> very great. pleasantly surprised by this match. I did not know what to expect. It was a great match. I, I've seen him before in a couple of matches, and he always is very good. I think he's quite young um, as as a talent, number 10. Um, so I'm excited to see what he does, but I believe backstage he's been trained by Cody. So there's a little bit of that kind of style you can see going on in, in, his, uh, in his matches. But yeah, great match. Uh, I like the kind of dynamic between... Uh, Dark Order coming out and fighting with Sting as well and everything like that. Uh, there was a little bit of uh, nonsense going on with uh, Ethan Page and um, Scorpio Sky, who seem to be tagging together just now. 
But uh, yeah, really, really enjoyed uh, that match. I just thought it was a, a very well worked match, and as it's almost like it's a mid card match, but it was their main event, you know. So you're really elevating these two young talents there, which I thought was absolutely brilliant. Uh, I don't need to mention it too much, but another quick good from AEW was the Pinnacle and the Inner Circle parlay. Uh, they had a little discussion, so good. a wee tete a tete. Yeah. Uh, yeah, just amazing. Absolutely amazing. I'm so looking forward to next week. Um, my... When is it? Didn't they say? 5th of May. Oh, so I say next week. My apologies. I'm, I mean, it's in my clock. It's today. For you, it's tomorrow as we record this. I definitely recommend all of the jobbers. We find a way to watch this pay-per-view. I think it's... It's an AEW well, pay-per-view, and well, I think that's specifically it. it's, it's, pinnacle inner circle. Yeah. It's it's not really even a pay-per-view. It's just like a bigger episode of their show. Like it is a pay-per-view, but it's also not. It, it's bizarre because it's on like the regular slot. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, we've got some good matches in there. Um, we're going to see some good talent, but the main match is, of course, our war games slash. Blood and Guts match uh, between the Inner Circle and the Pinnacle. So I'm really excited to see what they do. They are definitely not PG in AEW. So I feel like it's going to be a little bit... When they say Blood and Guts, I'm kind of half expecting somebody's intestines to get ripped out their arse <laughs> while they're uh, in the middle of the match. And they so, yeah. you know, they got to come up with something big. They can't have another fizzle. Uh, exactly. You know, pun intended, obviously. So... It, it, it better be good, you know, it better be entertaining, and I think it will be. And I love the dynamic of him, was it Sammy Guevara or someone saying, like, I'll go fuck, I'll start it off. I'll take on all the whole team. I don't yeah. give a shit. Like, doesn't matter. Like, because obviously you want to have matches usually to see who's starting in it. And he's just like, no, I'll start. He's like, yeah, I'll like, start. Right, let's, let's go. go. Let's go. Cool. Yeah. yeah it's, little things like that are, are nice to see. They obviously learned a lesson from the week before. Um, Everybody on both sides gave a little bit of something into the into the promo, apart from Jake Hager and uh, Wardlow, the yeah. two big lummoxes. They did nothing. <laughs> they just sat at the back and looked at each other stupidly. So, yeah, they obviously learned giving them the bike is not the best idea. Keep it keep it in the hands of MJF and Jericho and and the rest of the guys. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah, it's all cool. But yeah, really excited for that match. Um. I do have a bad for me, W, and... Yeah, so Wax, sorry, he's just doing a, a, a good and a pish. Ended up being two goods, but whatever. Same, just a... uh, uh, Yeah, maybe I had two goods. But I yeah. could do that, too. Um, <laughs> but my bad for me, W, is um, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. I, I, I didn't really understand their segment. I don't know if you saw it, Brad, but basically you have... Uh, Eddie, Eddie Kingston is... In a match against um, Mike, what's his name again? Michael Summon. Basically, one of the guys that's with, let me see his name as soon as I find it. Uh, Michael Nakazawa, right? And I'm like, okay, cool, fine. The match doesn't happen. It, it, it's just basically Eddie kind of beats him up and then says, Omega, get in the ring or I'm going to break his leg. And he's like, break his leg then. So he goes yeah. to do it and then eventually they stop him. But then they get Omega in the ring, and then they're like, right, we're going to break your leg unless we get a match. Now, my whole understanding of this feud is 
Omega has Don Callis, the Young Bucks, and the Good Brothers all as part of the elite, and not one of them came out to be part of that to help Omega. Makes no sense. Doesn't make sense. But then you've just got Moxley walking around just like, mm, uh, yeah, look at me, I'm hard. Mm, uh. It's another and, thing with Moxley just not good. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, but... I'm, I'm not pumped by this at all. Like, it just... I, I liked him I've been as the it. champion, but since he's lost That's the title, it. I'm like... Lost. I don't really... I don't get it. I don't, I don't care. You and Eddie Kingston together should be so entertaining. It should be so funny. It should, they should be beating people up, but it's... The problem is who they're going up against right now. It's not working with... And if... I, they're going, they're going up against the best. That's the problem. Like they, their their feud is against the best in the company, the best in the business. But I just don't care. Like if you're telling me these guys are unhinged and they're willing to do absolutely anything, but then for five minutes they sit and think about whether or not they're going to break this guy's leg. Break his leg. Break his leg. Do it. It's like you're saying everything. They're not going far enough. These two. They need to. Yeah. Mox is still holding back. He he ran over their their thing last week, and then he didn't even go inside and check. He didn't smash no. some more windows. There was a one little throw that was like just. I need more. Give me more. It I needs wanna, to be. You're supposed dialed to up. Yes. Turn dialed it the fuck up. up. It's AEW. You can. You have the ability to do it, and I've seen them do it. But for some reason, in this feud, at this point, they're not doing it, and I'm kind of like. Just go for it. Just go for it so I can see yeah. something exciting. But yeah, there's... The there's I want to mention back. really quick from AEW, Cage beats Page. Yeah, that was... Um, Crazy. I, not, not good uh, match or anything, but it was just an interesting... The match was fine. The match was, was like, fine. Oh, wow. I think it's, it's a shame because you've got Hangman Adam Page, who's been number one contender in the ranking system for the last like month and hasn't had anything to do with Kenny Omega. And now he's dropped down a position because he got beat. And I'm like, well, why did you let him get to the top then? It just seems a bit pointless if you weren't going to use him in a feud. Even um, then, like, I, I, I've never been, since I've started watching EW, he hasn't done much, right? He's gotten all these wins, and he's a pretty good worker, but it's yeah. just been like, eh, for me. Yeah, since that's, he that's left fair. that team, he was supposed to be on a team, and he left that team. Hasn't been very good. But Cage, I'm excited to see that. Scorpio Sky, pretty crazy. The Young Bucks with their ice spray, the ice packs. That's really funny. Yeah. Uh, give me a pop. Orange Cassidy. I just wanted to mention him quickly because he cheated to win. But is he a face? Not that it entirely yeah. matters, but it's just... Yeah. I mean, against yeah. Penta in yeah. that particular feud, absolutely he's the face. But, yeah, I, see, I know what you mean. Like, I was just surprised, that's all, the way that he won. Yeah, good match. Good match really though. good match. Yeah. Really yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, really enjoyed that. What else? The QT Marshall uh, Gun Club. Oh yeah, I just wanted to mention Cody Rhodes makes his return. Not huge return, but just an interesting little thing, and puts him in the middle of that thing. And I hope he kicks the crap out of QT Marshall because, you know, I don't like him. So. The the only flaw in that <laughs> return was you could see him through the window in the bus. That was so funny. Yeah, and I just, it's like I just with, watched it now, and he's just standing like he's just like standing in the bus, and it's like, <laughs> yeah. are we supposed to see him there? Or just waiting, like until he opens the door, <laughs> kicks him in the head. Yeah, it's it's a a weird dynamic, but yeah, it like weird. it's fine. It's, it, it, it's fine. Yeah. But anyway, I'm I'm glad to have him back. That's why I wanted to bring it up, not just because it was just a weird thing the way he comes out of the truck, but yeah, overall it was a is a decent episode, and I'm excited to see the show today for you in the future. 
and tomorrow yeah, for us. And by the time I you listen to this, it'll already happen. So go check us out at the Four Drawbers on social media because we'll be talking about this event. All right, well, let's jump into NXT. Yes, let's do it. I'll, I'll kind of take a similar format. I think we can do it. Uh, so some good, some bad. I'll start with the good. Uh, the theme this week was clearly tag team wrestling. Uh, tag teams throughout, and it was good tag team wrestling, which, again, we are very starved for if you stay in the main rosters. So we had a really interesting feud between Drake and Dane and Imperium. Imperium, remember, they wanted to expand their reach. They had a little bit of something going with Killian Dane. Drake Maverick, he comes in, he's very certain he's going to get betrayed. Turns out, now Alexander Wolf of Imperium is having some hesitation around attacking Killian Dane because they worked insanity together. So more to come on that. Imperium does come out with the win, but there's definitely a little rift forming. I hope they keep Imperium together. I really like them as a heel faction, but adds another sort of wrinkle to that feud, which is was nice. Uh, Jason's boys, the grizzled young veterans, were out. They want to take a shot at MSK for the tag team titles, but that is not what they were going to get. It was Tommaso Ciampa and toothless Timothy Thatcher who came out. They had something to say. Uh, Got into a brawl, little Donnybrook. Uh, A match between those two tag teams. Sign me up for it. I I want that. They're all good on the mic, too. The banter between these guys is so funny. Just let them say whatever they want because they're all good. They're all great workers. This is, that's that's a hype match for sure. Exactly. So, so that was good. And then in the main events, we had Kushida and MSK uh, versus Legado del Fantasma. And Legado del Fantasma, if I'm not mistaken, won clean over them. No schmas, no nothing. They are looking absolutely dominant. Santos, of course, for the Cruiserweight Championship and Wild and Mendoza for... MSK's Tag Team Championship. So are they going to be the next ones to challenge MSK? Will it be the Grizzled Young Veterans? I don't know, but I'm loving the tag teams. Just makes me think, hmm, one of them could maybe go up to SmackDown and add a little flavor to the division. And you keep in mind, you still have Lorcan and Birch on the sidelines, probably as good as any tag team that I just named, better than a lot of them. Uh, so NXT, much like I think AEW, Jordan, the tag team wrestling is good, is spot on. There's some solid tag teams doing some solid work. Nepesh, all good. There you go. Uh, there was a bad, though. I am not at all invested in, and I, I like the way, I like Dexter Loomis. I'm not invested in this Indy Hartwell, Dexter Loomis. It's getting in the way. Aha, no pun intended. Uh, because Bronson Reed had a match with Austin Theory. The match was between Bronson and Austin Theory. Because if Bronson wins, he gets a shot at Johnny Gargano's North American Championship. The whole focus of the match was Indy and Dexter. He almost forgot what the actual match was. It was just focused. It was, I will admit it was a little funny that, like, he was just staring at her. She's like, you talk too much. Shut up. Stop talking. <laughs> like, I did like they that. They want to be on Botchamania. They want that clip. 
Yeah. Talk too much. You talk too much. If anyone says that verbatim, I know. I'm like, oh, you want to be on the fucking... <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it, it's getting too much for me. It, it's I don't even see where this can go. It's the thing. Because the logical thing you would think is Dexter against Johnny, but that doesn't seem to be what they're pushing, unless they're doing some long game, because they've been kind of teasing Dexter to go against Johnny Gargano for a couple months now, but then LA Knight jumps into the picture, Bronson Reed jumps into the picture, Damian Priest was in there for a bit. So I just, I'm not sure where this is going, and I'm kind of, I don't think I ever really got captivated by this part. The way is great, again, Dexter Loomis is great, but this needs to sort of wrap up soon yeah. because it's it's getting real convoluted and it's getting in the way of someone who I think is really good, Austin Theory. I think he's a great worker. I think he's really fun. Uh, he's playing the idiot very well. And Bronson, <laughs> <laughs> Bronson is just a big, big boy. And big yeah. Boy. So that... there's not a stand and deliver backlash, is there? No, I don't think no. so. They're not, they, don't have, it, they don't have a pay-per-view. I think the next takeover will be a takeover. Okay, cool. Hopefully it's soon because these are all things that are leading up to a payoff that we want to see in a bigger show, I would yes. figure. Uh, yes. The other thing from NXT I wanted to mention quickly is, what do you think the ceiling is for Aaliyah? Aaliyah, as in uh, Robert Stone brand Aaliyah? <laughs> Robert Stone? Yeah. Oh, yeah. she, she's under that yeah. umbrella. She's under that you? umbrella, yeah. You know, she's interesting. Uh, Canadian. Um, That's why I, I wanted to bring it up, because we heard about her years ago when she got signed. She's Canadian, uh, obviously a good look, and has been progressing as a worker over time. But She's know, kind of stagnated. I, I don't think yeah. it's her fault. I don't even think it's Robert Stone brand fault. It's just they were off TV for like eight months last year. I, I don't really know why. Um, even now they have Jesse Kamea, uh, with them. They had Mercedes Martinez with them. Uh, yeah, Kamehameha, exactly. Uh, Dragon Ball Z, Piccolo. Um, but, you know, I, I haven't seen enough of her. I think that's the issue to get a good, cause I started watching NXT again around like the last, co- I remember when, when we started up the four jobbers again, I said, keep an eye, Robert Stonebrand. They've got, you know, what he's doing, that whole thing. It's cool, it's fun, and then they disappeared yeah. for the rest of the year, practically. That's and they just sort of Chelsea popped up Green again. disappeared and went to SmackDown. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. But um, you know what? Again, like you said, Brad, she's got a good look. She seems to be a good athlete. I don't have enough information yet. To say, yeah. you, don't have, you don't have to have a definitive answer yeah. or anything. I was just curious. Is there something you she notice? Was, she was here this week, and I was like, she's she back, was? and I haven't seen yeah. her in a while. And she's been here, but not like we're starting to get some more. So I'm, I'm just wondering if you had any takes. I mean, she, she's been around for a little while now, and I remember feels like a few she, years when she yeah. first kind of started. She was in that same ballpark as like, and I'm going to name a name here, Diona Perazzo, right? And I. I remember seeing her in NXT and thinking, oh, she's quite good. She might be all right, you know. And then she disappeared. She was released from the company and is now the uh, AAA and Impact Women's Champion. So she's holding two titles somewhere else. Yeah. Um, 
which is is amazing for her. But she, and the other like, one, obviously, Conti coming out of there is major. You know, it seems to be fighting in AEW. So well, uh, around that time, you had these these women like Aliyah, Diana Peraza, Tay Conti, who seem to be doing well elsewhere, and Aliyah's mm-hmm. just kind of sitting stagnating in NXT. I don't know. We'll see. You know, we'll see what happens from there. Of course, I'm excited to see what happens. Canadian talent, so we got to support. Of course, of course. Uh, did you guys see this before we wrap up? There's a show. Um, a and I did have a. I did have a couple more things to really, really quickly touch on for NXT. Oh, yeah, go for uh, it. Just before uh, a sneaky good feud that I think people should be paying more attention to if they aren't is the feud between Isaiah Swerve Scott and Leon Ruff. These guys have been absolutely kicking the crap out of each other for the last couple weeks um, at Stand and Deliver in that gauntlet match. They, uh, especially Isaiah, was the standout performer of that match to the point where I almost believed he was going to win. He was the final eliminated. Um, They're going to face off, I believe it might be happening tonight uh, at the time of recording or next week. In a Falls Count Anywhere match, and uh, that promises to be very, very good. Uh, Mercedes Martinez is also looking to be next in line to face Raquel Gonzalez for the Women's Championship. And Tony Storm uh, made a comeback, although she lost. She lost to Zeta Rainier, Rainier uh, due to a distraction Rainier from Zoe Stark. Wolfcastle. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so they have a little bit of beef going there, too. And that was NXT. That was uh, there was a couple promos here and there. Adam Cole spoke for the first time since Stand and Deliver. Seems like there will probably be another clash between those two, which I don't know if I agree with. That really seemed like a culmination at Stand and Deliver. But you called it. You said this should be the culmination. It should, it should end be. here. You said it. It was a good bookend, but they have opened it. But no. Oh, but no. and <laughs> we had Ted DiBiase <laughs> make a cameo. Uh, Cameron Grimes has been buying NFTs and things like that. He's trying to be the, the modern, and then he re- opens up a letter last week. So the week before, actually, I should say, and say, oh, it was bought by Ted DiBiase. And then this week, and by this week, I mean the week that we're discussing, uh, he was buying watches, and Ted DiBiase showed up and like bought the watch from under him or something like that. Just something funny. Excellent. Like, why not? So sure, there well, you go. There's NXT. All right, well... I was just going to mention briefly, there's a new A&E biography show. It's um, Most Wanted Treasures. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. That's where I saw some clips on YouTube. At first, I I wouldn't click any of them. I'm like, ah, it looks kind of stupid. But then I watched one, um, and it was very interesting the way they go back and show clips of, like, when it debuted and and the history behind it. They, they put a lot of work into it, and it's actually interesting. Um, yeah, the so premise I'll, is I'll what, it out. just for those that haven't seen it? Uh, they're just, I guess, like, the premise is they're trying to find these, like, classic um, uh, accessories from the past of WWE to put in their vault or in their showcase that they, the they lost or something. His mask. Or the Undertaker's Phantom of the Opera road. mask, uh, Kane's Little mask. Little like this have apparently been lost over time and are in private oh. collections. Cool. Yeah, the collections like, that these people have is insane. I don't know how they got this stuff, but it's crazy. Well, like Mick Foley went to go find the original Socko, and they found like one of the originals, and it's because he threw it into the crowd at, at one of the you know tapings or whatever. So this guy had it, and he's like, "You can take it for free, but you just need to meet my kids and say hello and watch a match with them." He's like, "Okay." So then they Amazing. they hung out and watched a match, and he gave Socko like stuff That's like cool. that. It was just really interesting. 
Well, worth cool. a watch. Yeah, worth yeah, a watch. I've, I've only seen clips so far. Uh, I just thought it was interesting. I thought it might be cool. I was wondering if you guys had seen it. So it is good. It is something good. to check out. You know, just because it's it's just different, weird. You know, As them going on this hunt to find wrestling. this item. I think because they're trying to turn the WWE warehouse of items into like a museum. Hmm. So I think one day you'll be able to go visit the WWE equipment warehouse that museum. they have. Oh, that'd be cool. Good idea. Be actually, able yeah. to take like the original SmackDown fist. Uh, you know, yeah. you'll be able to see these cool specific items like Mankind's first mask. Kane's mask, Mr. Socko. So I don't know. Could be pretty cool. Uh, Val mm-hmm. Venus's penis. <laughs> oh, the actual one? When they chopped or it off. Yeah, right? the one they chopped off. Yeah. Oh, wow. Some of the you can eat some of the boogeyman's worms. The baby that was kicked <laughs> at the crowd by Snitsky. By Snitsky. Uh, the growth that was on that woman's face there. What's her name? That Jillian. Sing? Jillian Scott or oh Jillian, Jillian, Hall. Oh, yeah. Jillian Jillian Hall. Scott Hall. <laughs> There we go. The person that Razor threw into the fountain lives in the warehouse now. Yeah, yeah, nice. <laughs> you can get Pat Patterson's skid mark underwear. Oh. <laughs> Peace. Yes, of course. <laughs> I don't know why you have skiddy underwear, but it's fine. That, that was the whole thing. You had to, there was one, yeah. yeah okay. I wasn't sure. <laughs> it's on the bucket. Anyway, was there anything else you guys wanted to talk about this week, or are we going to wrap it up? Right, next think... week, we're going to come up with those questions. We actually have to do them next week. We're going to set a deadline. They have to be in. And Jason, tell us who we're supposed to send them to. Send it in a message so that we are all accountable to it. And we are going to have some surprise jobbers questions on social media to help you get to know the jobbers a little bit better. And uh, who wants to say goodbye? Take it away, boys. Goodbye. 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 And I love you.